News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Macias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change that our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Guys, our sponsor for today's show is Patriot Academy. PatriotAcademy.com. You have heard me talk about this organization, but um, this truly is, for many students, a life-altering event. Um, I cannot tell you how many 16, 17, 18, 20, 25 year olds that have gone to this leadership program and come out with a, an entirely new direction for their life. You can go to patriotacademy.com to find out where they do these events, but essentially they take these students and they go through a week of being a legislator. They actually debate in the in the Texas House of Representatives, in the uh, Delaware House of Representatives, Idaho House of Representatives. It's an incredible experience. I have been involved with them. I believe in what they do. In fact, if you contact them and tell them that you heard about them through the Luke Macias show, I will contribute toward your uh, fee of actually attending. If you know a student that needs to go, that needs direction for their life, they're going to have an opportunity to learn about worldview, about free market economics, about the values that hold society together, and they're going to have an opportunity to be equipped to be a part of making the change that our community, our state, our nation need. So patriotacademy.com. We're grateful for their willingness to sponsor this podcast, and we also want to encourage each and every one of you to check them out. Please do so today. Welcome to episode 24 of the Luke Messiah Show. I am joined, and I have missed Mr. Raz Schaefer. He has been, I don't know, gallivanting all around and traveling and family commitments, and his brother got married, so he was not able to make the last episode or two. But Raz, how are you doing? I am well, brother. Blessed beyond measure and glad to be back. How was your July 4th? Man, it was great. I got to, I smoked a brisket that turned out phenomenal. Got to spend a lot of family time. I got my American flag onesie on and took my son and dog on a big, long walk. We had our own little uh, Motley Crue parade. It was great. Had a wonderful time. How about yourself? That is, um, uh, everything except for the onesie was basically <laughs> my July 4th week. No, um, I'm, uh, it was, it was a great time. You know, my sister, uh, younger sister got married on Saturday. And so, uh, we, July 4th was spent with family and then Friday was all the wedding prep and then Saturday is the wedding. And, uh, now we're here on Monday. So it's, uh, it's been a real blessing, but we got to go out to Bernie that has a beautiful park and actually spend some time with a bunch of friends and family who are in for out of town from the wedding on my wife's side. And so it was a, it was actually a blast on the, what, what do you use as a smoker? You know, I actually got a green egg a while back, got it to, okay. in trade for helping some folks move. So I'm I'm loving that thing. I can't say nice. that I would, uh, at this point in my life, I'd spend the money to buy one, but man, it's awesome. I, you know, I have that Traeger grill that oh, um, nice. Representative Kyle Biederman gave me for my wedding and he was very generous to do so. And it's a, it's a pretty phenomenal setup. It's, I'm having yeah. some issues with the, uh, it won't automatically light anymore. And so I have to like manually light the wood chips underneath to get it going. But once it gets going, it's awesome. And I need to put in an hour or two to fix it. And when I do, uh, before the summer's out, I'm planning on smoking some good pork ribs and doing a couple different briskets. So I will have nice. to Send you some pictures oh, once yeah. we get around to that. Um, let, let, let me know when get, you're doing that, and I'll, uh, I'll schedule a trip to Austin. 
There you go. We'll make it happen. You know, you'll find uh, find something you need. So, um, well, let's get on to today's quick update. We want to give everyone an update on what's going on. And then next week, we have a great conversation we're going to be publishing with Professor Mark Jones with Rice University. He's one of the most respected political science professors in the state, probably the most respected political science professor in the state. And so um, we're going to be having a conversation with him. I think each and every one of you will enjoy it. Similar to Derek Ryan's, it's a little geeky. Um, So for those of you who are political politicos in Texas, you'll uh, enjoy it. But let's get to just a quick update on what's going on on our state level. And then Raz, you give us just an update on one or two things. Um, One, I want to talk about anybody who watched the uh, debates from the Democrat presidential debate uh, will, one, be scared of what a future dominated by the Democrat Party would look like for our nation and our state. It should motivate each and every one of us to be further engaged in the fight for liberty in uh, Texas and across the nation. But that being said, I want to recognize one of the strengths um, that we noticed out of Democrats uh, with this most recent debate, which is that Democrats have a vision. And they have a vision they are pitching the United States of America. They have a vision that they are pitching the state of Texas. And uh, it came out when Kamala Harris said that I am going to give Congress 100 days to pass a gun control measure. And if they do not, I will enact harsher executive orders on guns than you've ever seen in any presidential administration. It came when they asked every single candidate which of your government health care programs would also cover illegal immigrants and every single candidate raised their hands. It happened when they began to discuss how much student loan debt to just pay off and automatically forgive, how much um, you know bad financial decisions should be further incentivized through the government just taking away personal responsibility in that area. And you had a group saying, well, we want to cover everybody's. And then another group saying, well, we don't want to cover everybody's if you're upper middle class or upper class, we don't want to cover your student loans, but everybody else's student loans, we want to just pay off carte blanche. And so they have a vision for the nation and the state that they are pitching to the United States of America. And when I look around the state of Texas, one of the biggest concerns that I have, and I know a lot of other strategists have, a lot of activists have, a lot of donor class has, a lot of even elected officials who I've talked to have the same concern that they're recognizing, which is that Republicans in this state do not have an agenda and an idea set that they are also turning around and pitching. You know, what we mostly see right now from the leaders in Texas is a message of, um, we, we're, we're pretty awesome and we've done awesome stuff. Uh, a message that if Democrats take over, it's going to be socialism and you should be scared and come vote for us as a result of it. And then also a message that 2020 is very important because in 2021 we get to redistrict and therefore we can try to keep power within the Republican Party for the next 10 years. But if you compare that to what the Democrats are pitching, the Democrats have a bold set of ideas that they are trying to convince the state of Texas they should come along with. And I think we also need a set of ideas and principles and a future to pitch as well. You can't simply pitch the past. You have to pitch the future. And it's important for the Republican Party. It's important for elected officials throughout the party in the state of Texas to come back and pitch. This is what our solutions would look like that will increase your opportunity, increase your prosperity, and empower you to make your life better. Um, Alan West, for those of you who have been following party politics, recently announced that he is considering a challenge to James Dickey for the Republican Party chair position, which will get voted on uh, next 
I guess in the in June of 2020 at the Republican State Convention. If you do not know how to attend the Republican State Convention, we will do some episodes uh, encouraging you to do that when we get closer to the Republican primary, but know that you don't need to take action until next March to do so. I would encourage many of you conservatives to try to attend the Republican State Convention if you've never done it before. Um, go attend your precinct convention, go to your county convention, go to state and participate in the party process. And at that convention, we will elect the next Republican Party chairman for a two-year term. So Alan West, former congressman from Florida, is looking uh, at challenging James Dickey. Now, James Dickey is somebody we've had on this podcast. You can go back and listen to our conversation with him. Um, and Andrew, what what episode is that? You want to look that up? Tell me what the James Dickey podcast is while you're while Andrew's looking that up. But I, I want uh, you to understand that there are some people who are a little concerned because the party uh, who started out the session with a much more conservative message um, has become a little bit more uh, on defense with with just the defense of how whether or not the session was good or not. And uh, the party's position more speaking positively about the session, I think, has caused some people um, to be a little dis, just disenfranchised with the party in general. But even those people that I've seen have largely online uh, communicated that they don't feel like electing a Florida congressman to be the next uh, Texas GOP chairman. I think that James Dickey has a lot of support rallying around him, and justifiably so. It will be very interesting to see where the chairman's race goes. If you want to go back to episode three of the Luke Messias show, our third episode was with Chairman Dickey. You can listen to his uh, story, his background, what got him involved in the party, and all of that. But Alan West announced that he's looking at running against Chairman Dickey. want to make y'all all aware of that. Um, and the last thing I want to do is, is talk to you about how you can uh, potentially find a more conservative alternative if you feel like you are somewhere in Texas that is represented by either a Democrat or a Republican that's not reflective of your values. I want to give you all just a couple quick little tips because um, many people don't realize that some of the strongest, most conservative legislators in this state uh, ran for office because somebody else who was just a little more educated about the process, came to them and told them they should consider running. Many of my clients weren't even that connected, if not completely unconnected from Texas politics. When a local businessman who knew them or somebody at their church went to them or somebody who had known them for a long period of time in the community just said, hey, I've talked to you before. I know you've got conservative values. I know you're somebody who is scared about the direction of our state and nation. And I don't know if you know this, but our current state representative, be they a Democrat or a Republican, is not reflecting our values, is not voting the way I think you would vote or I would vote or anybody else would vote. And I don't know if you've ever thought about it, but I think you should consider running for state representative. I think you should consider running for county commissioner. I think you should consider running for mayor. I think you should consider running for Congress. And those conversations have produced dozens of conservative candidates who have run and been successful at running. So many times, many of the activists around the state think that somebody from the other group of informed activists will decide whether or not to run or not for a certain position that needs a conservative voice. But the reality is that many times it's people like you, the ones listening to this podcast, that know somebody else who's never listened to The Luke Messia Show, who has no idea how the state house functions, whether it's doing a good job, is largely just running their business or working hard to feed their family, taking their kids to school, engaging in the community, and not informed as to all the things going on. But if they did know that there was a need for leadership in their local community through elected office, they would be much more likely to step up, and you are the one who's going to bring that to their attention. So I want you to sit down and 
Look at your elected officials. Look at who's running. Look at who's in office. And if you see a need, I want you to sit down and just spend 5, 10, 15 minutes thinking about who in my community would be a better representative, would be somebody who would more accurately represent my values. And I want you to call them and just say, hey, I know this is, might come out of the blue. I have no idea what's going on with your life, but I'd like to talk to you, whether you're a pastor or a business owner or a lawyer, an attorney, somebody retired from the military and looking at how to engage in the community. Say, hey, I really think you should be aware that we could really use a stronger state representative, a stronger county commissioner, a stronger mayor, somebody to engage for us in our community. Because I think you'd be surprised how many people want to stop, talk to their spouse, have a conversation and call you back and say, you know what, I'd really like to know more information about that. That is what is produced. Those conversations, those courageous conversations have produced many of the strongest conservatives we have currently in elected office in Texas. And I want to encourage each and every one of you to just spend a little bit of time over the next month uh, putting, putting some effort towards seeing if there's somebody in your community who's willing to step up. That is the update I have for Texans today. Raz, what do you have for us? Well, I'll lead off with something you touched on, which is the Democrat debate. I, I think you're absolutely correct that they are articulating a real vision, uh, what I think is a pretty perverted vision and a, will lead us to a very dark place. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, they're actually saying what they want to do with the country. And conservatives, Republicans need to make sure that we're doing the same here in Texas, in our municipalities, and at the federal level. But coming out of that debate, I, I watched the both debates, you know, night one and night two, um, a lot of crazy stuff got said, uh, and, and really the Democrats are really playing hard to try to get the next debate because the donor yep. numbers, right now they had, to, they had to hit a donor threshold, number of donors, and a polling at least 1% to get into that debate. Well, now for the next debate round, it those double. So you got to have raised a lot more money from a lot more donors, and you have to have increased your polling support to 2%. And right now mm. in most of the post-debate polls that I've been seeing, uh, it cuts about half the field out of that next debate. Mm which is yeah. going to make a lot of people pretty angry. It leads to a lot of candidates because this is yep. how we support some, not a whole lot of people. But the, the main movement that we saw was Biden took a big hit. Uh, his, some of his comments, specifically Kamala Harris going and going after him, really tanked him in the CNN poll afterwards. He dropped 10 points from 32 to 22. Harris picked up most of that. She went from, uh, from 8 to 17%, so she's up 9 Elizabeth Warren was the other big gainer. She went up by eight points, and uh, Bernie Sanders he just he dropped a few to uh, to fourteen percent. So that's your mm -hmm. top tier right there: Biden at twenty two, Harris at seventeen, Warren at fifteen, and Sanders at fourteen. You drop ten points to get down to Mayor Pete, and then there's only a couple other people that hit that two percent threshold. So. Harris was the real breakout. Uh, she went after Biden in a big way, and Biden just seemed off his game. He really, uh, you know, a lot of Democrats were hoping that he would be a sane voice that would uh, would be somebody that coming off of his time as vice president could really be a unifying figure for the party. And he's just not getting that done in the way that a lot of people thought he would. So it's going to be interesting to see what the month ahead has for the Democratic field. Definitely be watching that with a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. Number two is uh, kind of going back to a conversation that is, stays front of mind is this, the crisis at the border, the humanitarian crisis going on down there. As Democrats are obstructing so many of these efforts to get more money to help deal with the situation down there and, and uh, take better care of people that are being detained, as well as provide more facilities, they're ob completely obstructing everything that, that uh, the president and Republicans are trying to do there. Uh, Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, and Representative Chip Roy have both been pushing in a big way to uh, to get the law changed to allow 
uh, DHS and ICE to be able to take private donations because there were a lot mm. of people that have been sending donations to DHS and ICE and they were said, hey, we can't take it. And it's because there's actually a law in the books to make sure that government agencies can't take support or money from private organizations or individuals. Mm. The idea is good there. It's that we don't want these organizations, our government agencies to become dependent or beholden to an individual or foundation mm -hmm. or something like that. But uh, what Chip Roy and Ted Cruz are saying is that there's a real difference between somebody cutting you a big ch a foundation, cutting you a big check or some billionaire and people providing uh, toothbrushes, toilet paper, uh, th diapers, those kind of things for people yep. that need help when the government's not willing to fund that. And so they're working to change those things. Chip Roy filed a bill mm. a couple weeks back. Uh, Ted Cruz has been pushing to try to see what we can do without having to go fully through the legislative process to help make this faster. Uh, but there's some really interesting stuff there. And I, I think there is a real appetite among Americans to try to help out there, especially given the obstruction the Democrats are, are pushing there. Those are the mm. two big updates I got for you guys. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining me today, Raz, and thank you listeners for staying tuned. Please, if you're continuing to get value from these episodes, just subscribe. It'll get our content to you when we release it on Mondays um, so that you can listen to it easily. If you want to support the show, please consider leaving a review on any of the platforms that you're listening to this on and um, just continue to share this show with your friends. Many of the people that you know who are conservative-minded people but aren't connected. One of our goals is that even with it, if it's 20 minutes every two weeks that somebody's able to get a little bit of an update, that alone will make you one of the more informed Texans regarding the future of the state of Texas uh, than most of your peers. And so the ability to get more and more people engaged, if you want us to uh, email our episodes to you on a weekly basis, just go to lukemacias.com and put your email in there. Raz, thank you so much for hanging out with me today, giving us a couple quick updates, and I will call you before I smoke my next brisket to get a few grilling tips. You better. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Luke Messiah Show. If you value this content and want our message to spread, please consider three of the following steps. One, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on and leave us a review. Two, visit LukeMessias.com and sign up for our email alerts. And three, follow Raz and I on Twitter and visit my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Luke Messias Texas. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Luke Macias, Texas. Thank you so much and God bless.